that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with... Just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Thanks for joining us on the Everblack podcast. It's good to have you back on the show, man. It's good to be here, mate. It's been a little while, but you've been uh, pretty busy with, uh, I mean, of, of course, the, you've just joined the Black Swamp not long ago, and uh, yeah. everything's happening, dude. Yeah, it is, man. Yeah, it's been actually the second half of the year with the Swamp. was pretty busy. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows you, obviously, uh, from uh, your work with Azrael, being the front man for Azrael, but how did you hook up with the uh, Black Swamp Boys? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, being in the same scene, knowing the Swamp Guys, you know, like yourself for a long time and love them. Mm. They're an amazing band. Really good mates with them. Um, played in another, like, little stoner project with Jesse for a little bit as well. But um, anyway, yeah, they just, they found themselves without a vocalist and asked me to fill in for a bit, which I did. We just kind of clicked, you know. So they end up asking me to stay on. So I was like, Shit, yeah, and did. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> that's basically it, man. That's it. Azrael and Black Swamp are like they are like totally two different bands, really. I mean, musically. Yeah. Where do you, how, how do you find that you go with that um, channeling yourself vocally for each project? I should say. Um, with Azrael, everything's a lot faster and more intense, like vocal-wise. You know, it's like full of words and stuff like that. It's like short and fast, or even the groovier, like more drawn out bits still are like full of words. Whereas the swamp, it's more like riff driven, I guess, um, and like more drawn out or like spaced out sort of thing. Guess I just draw from like that more sort of, you know, stoner sludge vibe sort of area where I, I try not to fill too much of it up or anything like that, or, or just sort of, I, I guess the, the riffs. And the, the way that the music's written is so different that it sort of leads you to put different stuff there anyway as well, you know? If you don't have that, like, I don't know, Azrael has a lot of, like, really fast, thrashy stuff in it. So you kind of, like, end up, you know, sort of going really fast, whereas the Swamp's the other way around, you know, it's a lot slower. So I guess, yeah, less less words, more drawn-out sort of stuff, I guess, if that's a valid explanation. Oh, no, it's, no, it's good, man. No, it's <laughs> <perfect>. <laughs> well, I mean, are you finding that because, you know, you got the uh, thrashy sort of stuff with Azrael and the sort of stonery sort of sludgy stuff with uh, Swamp, I mean, is that sort of seeming to satisfy your, you know, musical taste in yourself? Yeah, it does. It definitely does. Because I guess I, I still listen to heavy stuff you know, um, but I also listen to like a bunch of, of, of stoner sort of or sludgy stuff as well or like heavy rock. Like I, I, I love that kind of stuff. So it does like scratch that itch that is there. I mean, I guess if I wasn't in the, the two bands that are two like different sides of, you know, of the same coin, I guess, you know, like if I wasn't, then I'd be trying to, you know, push Azrael to go to, to more towards that sort of, thing which is not so 
it helps me sort of get that out of the way because when, when Jesse and I played in that sort of stoner band together for a while, it felt really, really good because I hadn't played in that sort of band before, but I listened to a lot of that music. So, you know, and it's like when you listen to that, it's real simple and like, but the riffs are just really like catchy and you kind of think, man, I want to be in a stoner band, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it definitely, that definitely does does feel good to be able to play that style of music for me. In regards to uh, the recording, I mean, you guys have uh, just headed down. How long that was? It was, man, this year's gone so quick. But yeah, traveled, it has. You travelled to uh, House Fox Studios. Yeah, yep. In in the Northern Beaches in Sydney, it, that was in at the end of November, like early October. So we're right at the end of November. That was fantastic, man. It was with Ryan Miller from Black Reno, and and basically the whole band, you know, was there to sort of greet us and stuff like that, and had us crashing at their houses. We spent, I think, about three days there, um, or about two and a half days tracking, and it was amazing. He's he's built this this studio like sort of, you know, with his own two hands, and um, it's just like a rehearsal area slash studio, and it's just amazing, like. He's really just done a bit of it up, like about half of it up, you know, with all this nice timber panelling and all sorts of things. It's like a beautiful place, and, and those dudes are like really cool guys, and uh, you know, that are kind of the, in that same, in a similar sort of vein of music, I guess. But yeah, that was, it was rad, man. That place is that place is amazing. It was a really cool experience going down there. And uh, it's called Witches. The EP is called Witches, and it's out February 1st. So, That's uh, right. Is there a concept behind it? Where where'd you get the title? What's what's driving that title? The title's actually Jesse's title. He's he's a big songwriter, like he's a really sort of major presence. Uh, to be honest, like I, I came in and just changed a bunch of lyrics around. <laughs> but um which is kinda what I do. But um <laughs> it was originally just gonna be a single and it was from the standpoint of, you know, of what happened to the witches, you know, and things like that in in the in the early days where they were kind of mistreated and then, you know, murdered and things like that, used as a metaphor for sort of, you know, other things that we might do that are relevant today, I guess. So, yeah, the, the, the tracks themselves don't really all necessarily relate directly to witches, but like I said, it's kind of like a metaphor. The, the first track that we wrote was witches and it, and it was, kind of going to be a single then we decided to do an EP and the other tracks kind of took on a life of their own as well so yeah it's called Witches but it doesn't all necessarily relate directly to Witches but it is all sort of you know kind of about sort of not just just letting yourself go with some of you know go with some of the the stuff that's happening now you know and and maybe stopping and thinking about it before you act and and burn all the witches you know yeah you know it's an awesome title and it really I, I guess it really fits with the band, sort of, like, visually, you know, the cover and the, mm. the tone of the band. It's got that sort of Sabbath-y sort of thing about it as well. It's sort of really, really cool. Yeah, it is. It is cool. I love I love all this, this black and white sort of artwork, and it is cool. It is very Sabbath. It's like a... When people ask me, oh, so you're in, you're in another band for the Black Swan, like, but what are they like? I'm like, it's, it's, it's like a heavy Black Sabbath. It was like a like a heavy you know a heavier version of Black Sabbath. <laughs> That's how I describe it. <laughs> Which is in itself is like a food group. Yeah, a food group. 
Totally, eh? It's a necessity. It's freaking cool. That's what it <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> so the, the new single, uh, Event Horizon, as we speak now, it's already been dropped online, and it's a phenomenal track, man. I mean, is that a bit of a taste of what's to come from, from the rest of the EP? I think so, yeah. The, the songs are all a, a little bit different in their own way. That is my favourite song on the EP. Mm. Um, but the other songs are fairly uh, are fairly similar. That's probably the epic, you know? That's probably the mountain of the EP. The other two are a little bit shorter and more to the point. Well, yeah, it's a phenomenal track. It's, and, uh, it's definitely yeah. the sound of the EP. It's definitely the sound. I mean, it's definitely that heavy sort of, yeah, that super heavy, sludgy, you know, crowbar sort of vibe that it is, is definitely the vibe of the EP, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it's the good stuff. Can't wait Please. to hear the rest of it. And, uh, of course, man, you're going to be uh, hitting the road with Flaming Wreckage on the Witches and Wolves Tour, which kicks off on February 9 at the Zoo in Brisbane. What is it about those dudes that's making you want to jump in a bus and uh, go terrorise Australia? They're just legends of dudes, man, um, and a great band, you know, like everyone, everyone, even from here that's seen them is just like, you know, man, they're playing a wreckage band, that's awesome, you know, they're awesome, so, you know, they're great, great band, great dudes, and you know what it's like, man, when you find like some good touring buddies, you're like, why the hell not, let's hit the road together, and it, it, it works too, being from two different states as well, you know, because you just, you know, you both draw different crowds in different places. Mm. So, you know, it's cool. They're, they're cool dudes. Like, the the rest of the guys have known them for a little bit longer than me, but I got to play a fair few shows with them this year. And, yeah, I love their band, and they're all, all great dudes. So, you know, nothing like some good touring buddies. The question will be, who's who's going to out-drink who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so, man. Yeah. I'm gonna have to, I'll have to go easy on that this next year, I think. It's so close to New Year's. It's one of those things that you're like, oh, you know, maybe I should, maybe I should drink less this year. Maybe <laughs> it'll only last to this day, though. Never. It might, it might be only today. It's New Year's Day, mate. You know. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna join a dream and drink less. Then <laughs> <laughs> come the first gig, you're like, ah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, just yeah, you know, no more drinking. Uh, yeah. no, three days later. All right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But um, Massive is on that um, that first Zoo show too, and they're releasing an album at the same time as we released this EP, which I'm super excited about as well. Yeah, the wo- word about those dudes is uh, pretty damn good. It's getting around. Yeah, man, I've been loving them. I've seen them, uh, yeah, like a number of times recently with their new lineup. I think, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. Awesome, man. So uh, the Zoo one is Massive, Flaming Wreckage, and uh, you guys. Is there another band on there? There is Elephant. Um, that, that's their first show, actually. They were a, a band called The Flamefields. They're really rad, like heavy rock, sort of clutchy style stuff. We played um, a couple of shows with them, played with them, I think, most recently in Maryborough, with both The Swamp and Azriel, actually. Yeah, they were sick, and they've just started, I think, most of the guys from that band have started this band called Elephant. So excited to hear that, you know? Like those yeah. guys in a in a he, in a heavier they they say it's like a heavier band. So it's gonna be an awesome night and the zoo. It's it's one of those places I've always wanted to play. Have you played there before? No, I don't think I have played there before. I've seen so many rad bands there though. Oh yeah. But no, I I don't think I've played there. I think I might have seen the Swamp play there before, but not when I was in the Swamp. 
But no. I no, I don't think I've played there before. If I have, oh. I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to tick off the list though, bro. You were there too, Nev. You don't remember? Oh, shit. Uh, I don't remember many things. <laughs> I'm too old these days, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, what's in store for uh, 2018? Can you uh, look into your crystal ball and give us a bit of a prediction? Well, I'd say a lot of music, man. Like, you know, Asriel's still in a, in a writing phase. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, pretty much chest deep in it. And I don't think the Swamp Boys want to let up anytime soon. So, yeah, it'll be a lot of, lot of, lot of music coming out, I reckon. <laughs> and a lot that's of shows. What you, that's what you want, man. That's what so, you want. Yeah. I'm totally cool with that. I'm cool. I'm looking forward to it. It should be really fun, you know. I'm oh, looking forward to, to hearing what everyone thinks of this this EP too, you know. I think everyone's going to love it. If it's anything by uh, the uh, single that was released, I think uh, everyone's going to lose their minds. That's a good thing. Oh, dude, for sure. Well, uh, yeah, man. Well, it's uh, been awesome talking to you again, dude. And uh, we will definitely be catching up with you again very soon. Uh, hopefully, uh, closer to the gig. Sounds good, brother. Sounds very good. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 